Flying Casual is brought to you by Patreon supporters Jory Webb, Nate Edison, and Wes Anderson. May the force be with you. You're listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Here's your host, Michael Canterbury. Casual fam, you are listening to Flying Casual, a Star Wars podcast. Week 21 here on the cast. I am your host, Michael Canterbury. I'm joined once again by the lovely Holly Walton here in the studio. Holly? Michael? How you doing? Great. That's it. Just great. <laughs> Chipper as I'll get out. This is a much better temperament than last week or the week prior. Really felt like we had to pull it out of you that week, but I feel like this is going to be a good one. You feel? I feel you're animated tonight because mm-hmm. we have a lot to talk about. And you're excited to share something with everyone tonight. Like, I'm not sick this week is what you're actually saying. You're not sick this week. That's right. The flu came and the flu went. Uh, We are also joined by our good friend, Lucas Elder, coming in hot on Skype. Luke, are you there, my friend? I am. This is is like the earliest I've been thrown to, so I I was prepared, though. I'm ready to talk. I thought I might look down and Luke's gone. I'm like, awkward silence. I guess I'll have to tell a joke, and I'm not prepared right now. Um, and I will say, th- guys, this this week I'm very excited about, um, not only because we have good discussion points, but because uh, our technology right now is flowing really well. I finally figured out the Skype thing, one source Skype. Um, we can all see each other. I can see Luke. Luke can see me. Luke can see Holly. Holly can see Luke. This is great, right? Yeah. This is the first time I've ever laid eyes on Holly. It's weird. <laughs> it's like, who ever. is this person? Ever. Um, She's you ex- normally just this phantom voice. Well, <laughs> you thought she may look like Torvalum, right? I mean, a little something. That That's a lie. The, the funny thing <laughs> is, is that we all work together, so we've all seen each other. So Luke has seen Holly before. And no, she doesn't look like Torvalum. Thank God. Right? Um, so, yeah, guys, week 21, just this weekend alone, um has been really heavy with star wars news um a lot of fun news i I may say um if you didn't watch the latest episode of saturday night live you're missing out uh so do yourself a favor and uh go to youtube and uh, go to the snl page and uh look up the uh most recent kylo ren installment for undercover boss It, it was hysterical um, I, I may have enjoyed it more than the first one. Holly, did, did you enjoy it more than, than Matt? The, was he the engineer or somebody? I actually, to be honest, don't even remember the you first one. Remember I that. vaguely remember them in the cafeteria in the first uh, one, yes, yes, but yes. I don't really remember the premise of it. So yes, yes I enjoyed this enjoyed one much this more. One much more. <laughs> Luke, did you happen to see the SNL skit with the, uh, Randy, the intern with the, uh where are they now episode of undercover boss yeah i did actually watched it just about like an hour ago maybe and and i had watched the original one within the past couple weeks as well so it was it was very fresh in my mind i was originally a little disappointed they didn't come up with a whole new concept to to do something with kylo they kind of just recycled that but it's a funny it's a funny concept and that like if you look at it by itself it was funny but I think the original might be funnier. Maybe I'm really? just partial to um, yeah. some of the cast members who are around then. Like That's fair. Taryn Killam and, and Bobby Moynihan were two of the, the main ones that were involved with that the first time around. And I maybe a, a softer spot in my heart for them. That's fair. No, I need to go back and watch that one because, I mean, that was just 
I don't know. That was so epic. And everything he did this past weekend was hysterical. There was a marrying ketchups. Holly did. I sent you that one. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it, oh, but I did God. like when he did the intro and oh, so he good. sat down with all those people and he was like, oh, you look like a Star Wars fan. No offense. <laughs> no offense. Yeah, that opening monologue was great. Adam Driver was just fantastic. And uh, he was uh, making fun of him a little, a little of himself and, and how chill he typically isn't um which was fantastic so i mean that's that's trending right now on the interwebs but what is trending more than that snl skit is uh the hashtag save ben solo um the raylos are at it they're at it hot and heavy really pushing for disney to bring back ben solo in some way shape or form um i i guess they feel like they just didn't get enough time with him um, so I, I've kind of just accepted it for what it was, appreciated his moment, and I'm moving on. Um, I, uh, Luke, should we expect anything from Ben Solo ever or at a later time, or we think that's pretty much gone? At this point, I would say animated, if anything. Yeah. I mean, it's just impossible to imagine. Maybe it's impossible to imagine, like, Driver doing it. Yeah. You'd have to recast if you're doing, like, a younger version of him. Uh, which maybe that's a route they could go, but not anytime soon. So I think we'll see some some animated Ben. Yeah, and we'll definitely get you know comic Ben and things like that. But true. Um, I have heard. Uh, uh, yeah. A rumor, which I think this is just a rumor. Probably somebody resistance who was bored. is being renewed with season no. three. Oh. Probably somebody who was bored just put it out there. But um, there is a rumor that Finn Wolfhard, who plays Mike in Stranger Things. Uh, mentioned yeah. something on the internet about playing a young Ben Solo, which I think that he would fit the part. I mean, he's got the yeah. hair, it's he's a great got the features. Does, are people claiming that he said he would? He wants to do it, or that he? That's a great self cast. If that's that's him, I don't know. When when Luke just said about if it would get recast or something, yeah. that made me think of it because somebody at work had mentioned that on Friday yeah. that they had seen it on the internet. So that's why yeah. I'm saying I don't know where it came from. I don't know the source of that. She didn't say that she hoped that he would do it. She did say that she read somewhere on the internet, Yeah. which, I mean, I think if we're going to recast that role, I think he would be really good for it. Well, I mean, so uh, let me ask you, are, are, do you, do you want to see more Bensel? I mean, before the rise of Skywalker, you said you were ready for the Skywalkers to go away. Does that still stand? I, I think that it does because we have the comics, the yeah. rise of Kylo Ren. Yeah, you're getting that younger version there, yeah. too, even if they but wouldn't do anything like that. I would action. definitely watch it if yeah. it did come around. Absolutely, especially if he's shirtless, amen. Mm. Uh, whoa, <laughs> just kidding. Um, Luke, last week, my friend, you were absent from the cast, uh, and, I, and I alluded to some interest that you may have had in the now-confirmed well, I, I don't want to say that the script itself is confirmed, um, but the Colin Trevorrow leak um, in his episode nine um, script. Now, he's come out on Twitter and confirmed some of the recent concept art um, that's leaked, and he also confirmed the title of Duel of the Fates, which I, I love that. Um, actually, if you're talking about the Force Dyad and, and the connection, Duel of, of the Fates, I, I think that's fantastic. Great title there. But, uh, Luke, you, you mentioned you may be going down a dark path, and I feel like we need to shed some light on that path and maybe spend you know five or ten minutes on that. Yeah, the reason I missed the last podcast was because I was 
deep in the throes of an illness, of a virus, Ugh. a fever, you could say. And the only <laughs> prescription was more cowbell. Oh, yeah, well, <laughs> he's on an well. SNL archives uh, kick right yeah. now. There he goes. <laughs> I had I had a, a fever of yeah regret reading through mm. the notes on the script and listening to other podcasts about the script and stuff. And it was a dark path where I was yeah. like, oh, what what could have been? Yeah. What was what was drawing me into this disease was uh, it seemed like it was trying harder to connect to plot points and settings and things, you know, further back in the in the saga, like all the way back to episode one. And but then I've learned, you know, through various sources, it's hard to pin down how much of this stuff is true. And then there's apparently some of the things that I liked about it, like the fact that Coruscant was a setting mm-hmm. um, in the script and that they needed to get to the Jedi Temple to access this communication device because Kylo had like blacked out communications yeah. and that the ending was going to take place on Mortis and all these like deep and sweaty things that seemed like the the movie, the script was working a lot harder to kind of yeah. connect things for the, you know, the deeper, sweatier fans. And, you know, I was really enjoying those concepts and thinking it was trying to tackle harder stuff maybe or, or stuff that just connected to people like us. Yeah. And the more I've, the more I thought about it, that's probably maybe why Trevorrow got canned. Maybe it was a little too deep and sweaty for the executives. And they were like, yeah, we want to stick a little more mainstream or maybe it's too, you know, too many prequel references and we don't like the prequels around here. You yeah. know, I don't know. So after all of that and, and living with those thoughts for a few weeks as all that was breaking, um, I think for the most part, I've decided to kind of move past it and just say yeah. like, it's, it's this alternate reality that will never be. So I don't know if I want to spend a ton of time with it and like, let's just maybe kind of focus on what is rather than this, Mm. uh, you know, fork in the road that could have been. Amen. I mean, I, I, I too have, have just kind of, I've just been trying to ignore it, but I did, I will say after we talked about it last week, read a little more on the script and that concept art came out and I don't know when you mentioned Coruscant like that's going back to Coruscant you know which played such a huge role in the prequels and really tying that in and I don't know the 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 scenes on the streets looked almost like apocalyptic and I thought that was kind of cool um and that there wasn't some huge massive weapon out there you know seeking to destroy someone it's it's the people rising up against their oppressors similar to the you know uh return of the jedi i I like that so much more than than these massive blasters on destroyers and and things like that um so yeah i i also though i'm i just you know moving on from that and and accepting what we got um and trying to just you know stop reading all these articles Um, because I know some people are really upset that they didn't get this or um, but you know what just just like you know the concept art the scripts you know could change as well and who knows what you know actually would have came of it Um, so I'm glad though you know Luke you 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 got out of that cave you know you face that trial I feel like you're back um, on the light side of things and uh Maybe we, now we can just move past this this saga, you know, and move on to the new Star Wars that we'll be getting. But before we do that, we have promised 
for several weeks now. An all-encompassing, I don't even, what would you call this, rating of the Star Wars saga? I wouldn't call it the official flying casual because I guarantee we all have different lists here. However, Brent did an awesome job of collecting all of your responses on the Facebook group and with math, which I'm not great at, so I'm trusting him on this one, has a definitive casual fam list. You may not agree with all of it because, like I said, it's an average of everyone's responses. But, hey, that's the best we can do, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. But uh, we did promise it. I'm going to be honest. I, I had to meditate on it a lot. I went to the list. I got the list down pretty quickly, and then I started questioning myself. And Holly, what did you just say? What did you say to me when you saw me doing the list? I asked you if it was easy or hard for you. Well, but you said I sense the conflict. Oh yeah, I sense the conflict in you. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It was at first. It seemed simple. I feel very, you know, sure of of what I love in Star Wars. And you know what? Doing that list, boy, am I questioning myself? But yeah, right. Yeah. So we liked this request a lot. Come on. We actually liked it so much that we decided that we were going to start doing a segment. Yeah. Copied off of this request. Yeah. Surprise, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Um, It's not going to be every podcast. It might be every other podcast once a month. We'll have to see how often it comes up. Yeah. We're going to call it Meditations. Meditations. I like that. And it's going to be... We're going to pick our favorites, our least favorites. We're going to rank yeah. things. It's like a flying casual ranker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're casually ranking these things. And it, it all came up because, I mean, everyone does lists, right? I, everyone and their mother does a list of something. But when I'm making this list of my favorite saga films, and then I'm like, but this moment is maybe my favorite moment of Star Wars, but it's not my top movie. Does that one moment give it a higher, you know, ranking than maybe a film that I had more fun moments Mm -hmm. with. It just, so we were talking about greatest moments and favorite moments. And it was just like, you know what, let's just put it on paper, you know, put it on, let's record it. So we will every, every so often we're going to hit up the group. We're going to, you know, ask, you know, what, what are we going to do? Top five Jedi, top three lightsaber battles. Who's your, you know, top three droids and why? Pick your favorite Star Wars sound effects. Your favorite sound effects. <laughs> yeah. Your 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 favorite scenes. Uh, that's that's what I'm looking forward to most. Luke, do you think we can do that? I, I really like the idea. I, I hope it. The other topics will be less anxiety inducing and, and less <laughs> nauseating than this one was. This yeah. Uh-huh. This was painful. I I know this is a thing to do, and I love I love the conversation. I think it's going to generate. Yeah. Because um, we can just talk about what we what we like about these movies. And for me, it'll be like mostly what I like about them. But it's like, um, mm-hmm. like rating your children or something. It's, <laughs> it uh, is. It's, it's painful. Yeah. I definitely yeah. felt like I was neglecting some and that they had, they deserve more due, but I, yeah, mm-hmm. it's got, it's got to happen. So we, yep. we, we told, you know, the fam that we would do it and, and, and here it is. And so Luke had a great idea. We're going to start from our least favorite and we're going to go three films at a time. Each individual is going to share their films. Okay, so Luke's going to start. He's going to give his three least favorite. Holly's then going to give her least three favorite. Then I'm going to give my least three favorite. And then we're going to discuss why, you know, why we were so different. Why Are there similarities there? What's the reason for it? Um, and we'll do that for every three movies. I think that sounds like a great idea, eh? Mm-hmm. Turn into a Canadian. 
Um, so, Luke, I got to start with you. I got to put you on the spot now. I know the pressure's on, uh, but I oh, feel like man. you're the most composed under pressure. So what are your Skywalker Saga three least favorite coming at number nine, number eight, and number seven in the saga? And I got to uh, get up. Hold on. I got my pencil ready oh. to write this down. Gonna hurl. Okay. Uh, no pressure. Now I know I'm gonna be accused of like hating JJ Abrams oh, here. Oh uh, man. It's like hold hold off on it. Um, <laughs> right now, as of this moment, I had to go with number nine, Rise of Skywalker, and this probably again only still have seen it once, so it just hasn't had enough time to sit with me. Yeah. Um, number eight, I have uh, the Phantom Menace, and number seven. The Force Awakens. Wow. And my number, I have to say my number eight has changed a couple times since I first tried to do this list. So so if, if I'm, it, it, it gets a little confusing. I'm just actually a little slow. So at number nine, your least favorite Star Wars movie, you have The Rise of Skywalker. Is that correct? That's correct. And then coming <laughs> in at number eight, we have The Phantom Menace. Yes. And then coming in at number seven, we have The Force Awakens. Yes. Yeah, you are right. There's a lot of JJ down there. We're going to talk about that. Now, Holly, mm -hmm. okay. you maybe have mentioned some of these to me. Do I remember things? No. But I feel like you're going to have some shocking revelations here. We'll see. Okay. I don't know. I um, asked with Luke would like yeah. to... Um, let everybody know that flying casual <laughs> is a judgment-free zone. That's right. That's and right. nobody is going to be hated because yeah. this is purely opinion. Yeah, no one will leave a comment, you know, saying that we know nothing about Star Wars and that we're garbages. I mean, if we are, we are. Yeah, so, yeah. okay, coming in at number nine for me was Attack of the Clones. Okay. Number eight, like Luke, was The Phantom Menace. Okay. And then number seven was The Last Jedi. Wow. Okay, so we've got, for Holly, number nine, uh, Attack of the Clones. Number eight, coming in with The Phantom Menace. And number seven, episode eight, The Last Jedi. Okay. Um, guys, I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm shocked already, so what a great <laughs> start. Uh, this is going to be fantastic. So... Uh, Michael's, my number nine film in the Star Wars saga, my least favorite Star Wars film of all time, is episode two, Attack of the Clones. My number eight film is The Phantom Menace. I'm sorry, did you copy my list? I didn't, no. Because okay. I'm about to shock you here. Oh, boy. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I'm building, <laughs> I'm building suspense here, and I wish I had, you know, a drum roll. But number seven, there you go. Yeah, that'll <laughs> definitely pick up in the mic. Number seven, I have episode three, Revenge of the Sith. That, yeah, so Luke's reaction. Shocking. I know. <laughs> I know, guys. We are. This is breaking news here. Um, I would cue the air horn, I but it goes say. on for a minute. So, um <laughs> So yeah, uh, I guys, love how wildly different we're, we're oh, kind of starting. Oh, we're here. all over the place. I mean, for, uh, uh, other than you know the Phantom Menace, I mean, I gotta, I have to be honest. I'm surprised Luke doesn't have Attack of the Clones in there. But so Luke, let's start with you, my friend. You've got 
you know, nine, one, and seven down there in the bottom three. What's what's the rationale there? Well, I'll tell you how I started off this whole exercise. I rated each trilogy individually, one through three, okay. and then used that kind of as my guidepost. Nice. And then I did some mixing around because obviously I'd only have one representative from each trilogy if it, in this section if that were the case. So I, I kind of moved it around from there. Um, I go back and forth every other week between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones being my second or third favorite of the prequels. Yeah. And um, this week it just turned out Phantom Menace dropped into the three slot. Yeah. And so it was kind of in my back set. Um, I kind of already let my feelings known about Rise of Skywalker. I think that's mostly just a like recency effect. Haven't seen it enough. Yeah. So I don't have too much to say about that. Um, the Force Awakens, I, I enjoy immensely. Uh, it just, I just don't have as much history with it too, which maybe hurts it a little bit mm -hmm. from compared to some of these others. Um, I haven't seen it as many times as a lot of the others, uh, but just in general, it's not like if I think of like I have two hours to live and I have to put a Star Wars movie in. Yeah, it's just not going to be the one that I necessarily grab first. Yeah. So that's how it kind of ended up uh, in the in the bottom section. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I, I, I look at that three and I like you, you came up up top. It just looks like Luke doesn't want JJ, you know, in Star Wars. Uh, and that's okay. That's okay. But that's a bold state. That's a big statement. I don't think that's fair. I think he could come out with something. I think Luke, you know, could enjoy it just like anything else. But I mean, he is down there in the bottom with the, 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 the fandom menace. I mean, the phantom menace. Mm -hmm. The phantom um, who? Yeah. So Holly, I, I look at your list. Okay. And I've got them all written down here. Mm -hmm. Okay. On my nice and notepad. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the prequels are in there, right? You oh, got yeah. one and two. Two-thirds of them. And then The Last Jedi. Yeah. I have to say, I'm a little shocked by that. But walk me through it. Why, why are these your bottom three? Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I will say mm -hmm. I'm not a movie critic. Come on. I watch movies for their entertainment value. That's right. That's right. Sometimes I also find that I have a very hard time focusing on getting through a whole movie. Okay. So movies are kind of tough for me. Yeah. I'm usually a TV person. Yes. So when I'm ranking my movies, I typically go off of entertainment value. If I wanted something that was going to give me more background, I would watch a documentary. I would read the book. Yeah, right? a documentary. Yes. Yes, the documentaries. Um, the prequels just, in general, like didn't really capture my attention. Yeah. I They just weren't for me. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, the Last Jedi, I had a really hard time... Uh, I will say, I don't think that the prequels were very surprising that they were at the bottom of my yeah, list. I've yeah, said yeah. that before. Yeah. The Last Jedi I had a really hard time placing because there were a lot of things about that movie that I really, really enjoyed. Uh -huh. But then when I thought about the other parts of that movie that I didn't like, it just kind of didn't do it for me. Yeah, so, it's those moments, the Canto Bite, you know, the things that really plague yeah. that film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that for me, The Last Jedi might have been up there a little bit higher if I had if it had tied in a little bit more with the rise of Skywalker, it's because fair. I would have felt like some of those things would have been answered for me. But since it yeah. didn't, I had to put it towards the bottom. Wow. Feels like the last Jedi is getting the blame there for not tying into the sequel 
trilogy when hey that's fair that's fair but by itself if it were just a standalone movie great film i think so oh yeah i mean maybe top three who knows um we will see we will see and i'll go ahead and ask myself michael what did you what's the reasoning you know for having all the prequels there in the bottom and well thank you for asking michael um i'll be honest i love the prequels i love the story behind it I love following Anakin's path to ultimate darkness. Um, I love it. I love Obi-Wan. I, I, I do, I, there's so many things I love about it. But it's just not what brings me to Star Wars. However, that the, the prequels are something that I will just put on before going to bed or have on when I'm cleaning the house just because there's action. It's fun. There's lots of lightsabers. It's great. Um, but when I, I dig in deep with Star Wars. And if Star Wars is a feeling to me, and just the, not the story, but the execution for me, it doesn't hit that feeling that the other films have have had an effect on my life. Um, so, Michael, that's a really Mike. profound statement. So, yeah, Luke, yeah. I, I was going to try not to get emotional tonight, <laughs> but uh, I'm I am I'm a little hurt by the all I three prequels in know. the in the bottom because it's it's our generation, man. We I are the, the prequel uh, generation, so that's um, I know. For, for me. I think not only the movies themselves play into how I feel about them, but that there's just the timing impact on my life and the yeah that the fact that we are that generation. I feel. Um, more than anything, you know, that's that that ties in not only to how I, the, yeah, it, it taken the movie, but then the movie sparks memories, absolutely. Um, so, and that's, that's I just have to get those feelings out there. You're and you're absolutely right. And the difference between Luke and I is that I mean, Luke was at the theater at Phantom Menace, Mike, was, I don't know what I was doing, uh, who knows? I was probably <laughs> playing with army men out in the dirt. <laughs> right, like little league practice. I don't know what I was doing, but it just wasn't something that my family really got me into, you know. Um, I mean, I had That's some toys point. and stuff, right? Yeah, so I you mean, experience it totally differently, yeah. And and I mean, the first full length Star Wars film I saw was Revenge of the Sith, like the from beginning to end. I mean, I ultimately knew, you know, uh that you know darth vader was luke's father. like that is stuff that i knew through culture um i had seen parts of episode four as a kid um but yeah i just didn't i didn't have that moment so it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't touch me as as, as it would you know others my age like you um it's just yeah i just kind of missed that moment and it pains me because I, I i do have an attachment to them but i know it would be much stronger if if i had actually experienced it with everyone else but yeah, so I I hated putting them all in there, and I thought I could get three up a little higher, but um, phrasing, you know, phrasing. Well, it's funny because you're probably not the outlier there. I'm probably the, the outlier and only having one of the prequels in my bottom. I don't three. know, man. And you're probably much more typical, but I that's don't, just the way I am. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of people out there that, that look at, obviously, Ridge of the Sith. It's one of the biggest climaxes in all of Star Wars, right? Good, you know, versus good. Um, and you know, the loss of, 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 of the, the, the chosen one. And even with episode one, I mean, Darth Maul is such a beloved character yeah. in star Wars and you have duel of the fates and, and just the introduction to, to, to Jedi in a completely different way than we'd ever seen them before. 
there's a lot of love there for the Phantom Menace, too. Attack of the Clones has its problems. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's there's so much to love there and i i really don't i luke i think i think you're i think there's a lot of people out there that are going to agree with you um and we're yeah. gonna we're gonna see in the in the flying casual fam breakdown the official list that i mm-hmm. there may be some surprises in there i will yeah, say even, this oh go ahead luke. sorry it even pained me i'll just say real quick it even pained me to have phantom menace at eight because i think all in addition to maul like qui-gon is one of the all-time great absolutely star wars characters but in, placing any of these sort of outside of the top couple was painful so oh it's like leaving your children outside during a storm yeah like it's just like you feel like you're letting them down uh holly you were saying yeah i i do think that the more i get into uh like the clone wars and rebels the more i am appreciating yeah. the prequels yeah great um point. great point so i i do think that my list would probably change when i'm done with those yeah you know because i think every time you watch them you pick something new up mm-hmm. so I yeah mean, it is really hard to rank them but i do think that i am having a different appreciation for the prequels the more i get into some of the background information and what happens in between absolutely I mean, are there any similarities? I mean, we both, we all three have, you know, episode one down there. Um, but, I mean, some, you know, quite a bit of sequel stuff in there, too. I mean, a third Everything of Everything else them. is all over the place. Yeah, it's kind of all over the place. But you got three of the Wait. sequel trilogy in there um, with, with Holly and The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker for you, Luke. So, I mean, hey, like, I, I mean... Uh, it, uh, to be, it's to be expected that the the original trilogy is probably pretty high up on all of our lists, but we'll see. I, who knows? I have no idea at this point. Um, so now we're going your middle three. So this is your six, your five, and your four. Luke, lay it on us, my friend. All right, like this is the one that's probably like everyone's <laughs> going to uh, start that hashtag. <laughs> Delete Luke. The podcast or whatever. Oh, there's no uh, way. No way. My number six is Attack of the Clones. Okay. My number five is Return of the Jedi. My number four is A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Wow. Holy shnikes. As uh, Tommy Boy would say. I, Holly, what are your thoughts to, um, to those three from Luke? I wouldn't start the hashtag delete Luke based no. off of that. <laughs> I'll shut that down. But um, I think, I mean, I think that this, the middle three were the hardest. Oh, yeah. Because it's easy to say here are Phrasing. my top three favorites. Yeah. Here are my least favorites. But yeah. the middle ones are, like, very hard to place. Yeah. So um, Luke and I might have one movie that we share in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke, I mean, what's what's the rationale here with these three, my friend? Yeah, it's like, like I was saying, I was flipping around my number eight a lot, and it was eight and six kept flipping. And it was between Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. And ultimately, a lot of this nostalgia factor um, won out for Attack of the Clones being higher. And I know it gets panned in a lot of lists as the lowest ranked in, in many cases. Um, there's so many things I love I've brought up. Um, Dex many times on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> funny moment. Um, I love it. I'm going to make a note of that. Dex's diner. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, Anakin with the uh, the Tuscan Raiders. That is such a powerful yeah. moment, and I think one of the better acted moments um, from Hayden uh, in the prequels. And that scene on Geonosis when all the Jedi come was the most fist pumping, yeah, most excited I have ever been in a, in a Star Wars movie ever, and, and probably will never be matched just to see Mace show up. Yeah, and uh, it's it's kind of a corny line, but uh, you know this party's over. Party's over. Uh, you know it's just too great. Um, so that in that I was uh, you know really into with my friends, and we watched it so much when the DVDs came out that uh, yeah, it just has such a strong like emotional feeling for me. Yeah, and. Uh... I'll, I'll say you got you got Return of the Jedi in there as well, so you know maybe not the most love for the Ewoks, um, but that Episode Four, A New Hope, coming in. What is that number four? That's a pretty high ranking, I guess. Um, yeah, and that, uh, like I've said on the my first appearance on the podcast, that was what got me into star Wars, even though we are, I would call it the prequel generation. Yeah. Uh, I'm old enough to have seen the original three before the prequels came out. And my origin story with star Wars is the garage sale VHS of a new hope that my mom got me. That's right. Right. When we moved to Ohio, uh, when I was nine years old. So, and I didn't see empire or return of the Jedi for a few years after that. So, um, like maybe a year or two. So I just sat with that A New Hope VHS and wore it out mm. for a year or two before I moved on to any other Star Wars or really knew anything about any other Star Wars. So it couldn't really be any lower than four for me. Mm. Um, and even though, you know, it, it's not as complex as some of the other ones, you don't have as much um, history with the characters yeah. and things to, to work with. It's all brand new, but it's just, it, it's what started it all. And I'm sure a lot of people, maybe the majority of people would have it in their top three. Um, for me, certain things about the other movies that are in my top three sur- surpassed it in the, just the complexity of the story, the richness of the story. Uh, but yeah, it's, it couldn't really have ended up any lower than four and return of the Jedi is so fantastic in many ways. It has so much of like the heart of, you know, the force and yeah. and how to wield the force and Luke kind of really bucking what we see in the prequels from the Jedi dogma. Yeah. And that's all that's all fantastic stuff. Um, you know, I absolutely love that movie. It just the way it fell in these rankings uh, dropped to number five. Mm. That I, hey, you know what, guys, I'm looking at your numbers here and I, I think you're going to be shocked how different all of us are <laughs> like it's just it's crazy and i'm shocked at how i've ordered my own uh and it was not purposeful um but anyway holly <laughs> I, I think that earlier i was shocked at how i th- this yeah. this list was incredibly hard for me to make yeah i kept changing things around and oh, then yeah. i was like wait no that doesn't sound like i yeah. meant it well not yeah same here I, this is i've ranked star wars films before but that was pre, you know, Force Awakens. That was pre Last Jedi. That was pre Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they're changing the game. Yeah. Well, um, I feel like if you asked me to rank, yeah, 
before we got the sequels, if you had asked me yeah. to rank these a year ago, and if I hadn't known anything about the sequels oh, at that yeah. time, it would have been so different than oh, what absolutely. I'm saying now. Absolutely. Um, let, so. Let's let Holly, <laughs> Holly's getting nervous. I am. I told um, everybody in the group today, I was like, I'm really nervous for yeah. you guys to hear this because oh, I think that'll. trembling. I just think that I'm going to get some backlash for what I, I'm about to say. There is no backlash. There is there is only love and acceptance in this group. And, and, and I mean, that's the thing. You, you go, lo go look at the group. Go look at the variation mm -hmm. there. Um, there's love for everything. Um, some people may have had Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones at number one. Who knows? Um, that's fine. Yeah, exactly. Like it's there's it's all about your perspective, and 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 as as I mean, halfway through the list here, and we the lists, I guess, all of them really. Um, and there's just such a variety, and we love each of these movies for different reasons. You know, like Luke's talking about the personal side of things, and 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 the 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 feeling when you watch it, and the memory. Um, and so there's, there's so many different mm -hmm. things at play when you're talking about it, it's your favorite. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the best film, mm -hmm. according to yeah. Joe Schmo. It doesn't, it may, he may be a movie critic and say, you're a loser. Uh, he shouldn't, um, that would be really mean, but like that he doesn't, you know, he didn't have your experiences. So it's all about your experiences. Yep. So no need to be worried. No one's going to get, but let's talk about okay. Holly, your number six. Your number five uh -huh. and your number four. Okay. <laughs> can already see Luke's face. My number six. <laughs> <laughs> literally, my, you literally, can see I his can. face now. That's great, right? My number six is A New Hope. Um, oh. My number five is Revenge of the Sith. Mm. And my number four is Return of the Jedi. Shocked. But. Yeah. I accept it. Uh, well, yeah. I mean. I have to. I mean, I guess you don't have to, no, but it's my list. Exactly. It's <laughs> not my list. That's right. Um, That's right. I, I think that these three I knew would be in, like, my middle three. Yeah. And I'm still not sure if I got the order right. Because oh, yeah, no. every time I think about them, I'm like, I, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, but in that, it, like, in... um. Revenge of the Sith, that has, like, one of my favorite lightsaber battles. Yeah. And I, but it also has Padme dying from a broken heart, which yeah. I did not agree with the way that that was done. Come on. I didn't think that was, like, in her character. Yeah. And so, like... That's a great point. We could talk... Let's have a separate podcast we, about that. I think Please. we should have a separate podcast Could not agree about more. that. Because that's a huge problem that I have with the prequels is Padme's yeah. character. Absolutely. Or the way it was portrayed. Yeah. But so there's little things in these movies that I kept flip flopping back. And yeah. I was like, I know that these three are going to be in my middle three. I just like wasn't sure on the order. And I, who knows, tomorrow I might be like, you know what? I would switch Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah. So I kind of feel like maybe my list is not the most accurate now that I look back on it. Well, it's it's accurate according to Walho. That's right. Okay. But A New Hope, um, I think, is probably the one that most people get surprised by. Because I feel like everyone's like, that's the movie that started it all. But like Luke said, I guess it depends on when you got into Star Wars. Oh, yeah. But I also agree that that one, I didn't really know a lot about the characters. And since I did not start Star Wars watching that, that one falls towards the bottom of my list. Because now I know so much more about these characters. There are more movies that fall higher up in that list. Yeah. Now, Luke, when, if, if I tell you, you know, that, that Holly has a new hope uh, revenge of the sith and, and return of the jedi there 
right in the in the in the middle of our list. I mean, what what sticks out? I mean, you you both have actually two of the same films in that in that middle right. three there. Yeah, that sticks out to me that we we're so divergent to start out with, yeah. uh, but we come together a little bit here uh, in the middle. Yeah. Um, and it's funny the the format we chose. I didn't really think about this too much ahead of time, but it obviously kind of reveals our top three ahead of time almost. That's okay. But That's okay. uh, <laughs> we'll we'll get there in due time. I I think uh, I can't disagree with any of the the points that Holly made. I think, like I said, how you've experienced these these movies is as important as the content of them. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I said, you know, I couldn't imagine a new hope falling any further than four and it becomes Holly's six. It's easy yeah. because like she said, if she's approaching the movies in a different way, she doesn't have the VHS garage sale emotions right. attached right. to it. That's right. Not the biggest so, Luke Skywalker you know. fan either. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm really not. That's a spoiler for a lot not, of people out there. Not until the sequels. The sequels is when I started really liking Luke Skywalker. I I think I recall probably our first conversation about Star Wars. It may have been favorite characters, and I mentioned Luke Skywalker up there, and you said, really? (laughs) Is he's just kind of annoying? And I I don't know Mm -hmm. actually how we're still talking at this point, but we worked it out somehow. That conversation worked itself out. So I I can I can totally see where you're falling here, and I mean because it's so heavy loop but guys I'm, I'm looking at your bottom six and i'm looking at my bottom six and i'm starting to believe i'm the black sheep of this uh, podcast let's hear it <laughs> uh, what do you yeah, got there i don't want to reveal it you have to it almost looks like i planned this but i swear to god it's from the heart it's from the heart okay guys michael wait, 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 where's your where's what's your number your number seven through through uh whoa yeah, number six through, six four. through four right there you go I already did seven. struggling with numbers <laughs> unless you're changing your list now guys the middle is where it gets really hard phrasing now i struggled so much here in the meat of this like because i feel like as as human beings we we tend to know what we really like and we tend mm-hmm. to know what we like the least it's in that middle area that I struggle with. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's very sequel trilogy heavy. And by heavy, I mean all three of the films. Oh. So at number six, I have episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Um, coming in in front of that at number five is episode seven, The Force Awakens. And previous to that is episode eight, The Last Jedi. I'm surprised that you had The Last Jedi that low in your list. Well, there's reasons for it. But so I'm struggling here, okay? Because there's so much I love about The Last Jedi. I think it's that's why it's there at number four for me in that, you know, group of three in the sequel trilogy. Um but I, I I love all of them, obviously. But I recall specifically several times in the recent past where I put in The Force Awakens, I said, that's a damn good movie. If you take out Star Killer Base and just the nonsense of that, you know, subject and, and we're blowing up on, you know, the Republican one shot and it's so desensitized, we see no effect of the re- New Republic, you know, being destroyed, like, I hated it, but like, that's a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. That's a damn good reboot. Um, 
But now I, I see, and it's so funny because I had some of these conversations last night with, uh, with our, our Patreon members, uh, Jory and Nate, uh, and a little special episode you guys are getting this week. Um, the Rise of Skywalker put me to tears at times. Was it kind of everywhere every so often? Yes. But I told those guys last night, and I'll stand by it to this day, Ben Solo and Han Solo on the remnants of the Death Star, that scene may be my second favorite moment in all of Star Wars. It was emotional, which is what makes me want to bump that movie to the top of that trilogy. But there's so much about it, though, that would just felt, you know, thrown together. And even learning about the the script leak of Colin Trevorrow, like they could have done better. They could have made it meatier. Like Luke said, they could have been sweatier, especially if you're ending a saga. Like, let's go deep. Let's make it two parts. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but there's so much I love about it. And and what I love most about uh, The Last Jedi is Luke's arc. And just that something so simple as failure, he, he, he failed to learn from. And he'd failed a lot. So I, I just, his whole arc... Um, it was fantastic and epic. I, I loved Snoke. I love Snoke's interactions with, with Kylo. It just felt real. It felt raw. It felt more raw than we've ever gotten Star Wars. And I think that's why, guys, it's my number four. I mean, can I, Michael, that's really shocking news. Um, uh, but, you know, very profound message there. Uh, guys, can I go to you? Are, hey, Mike. What, how's that hey, feel? Lay off Mike. You're, you're I know him. really hard on Mike today. It's crazy. <laughs> so guys, when I, when I, is it shocking that I'm grouping these movies together? Incidentally, let me remind you, I did not do this purposefully. Yeah. I kind of have a process question for you. Come I think on. it's interesting. You did keep trilogy integrity in your trilogy of rankings. Yeah. That your, um, your yeah. back three were all the prequels and your middle <laughs> three are all the sequels. So we kind of know it's coming a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, what, did you first decide to just rank the trilogies by themselves? Like, no, I like the originals the most. I like the sequels the second most. I like the prequels the least and then go from there. It's just kind of how the chips fell. That's how the chips fell. And it's because it, I, I know that's just kind of how they felt because I went I, I kind of jotted them down very quickly, but I struggle with some individual films. Mm. But I don't know if any of them would have jumped into the other th- another tier. Can I you just know? say? Yeah, you may. I witnessed this <laughs> list coming together, uh, and when he says he jotted it down very quickly, he sat down. Yeah, come and on. within a minute and a half, yeah. had finished his list. But struggled with it though. <laughs> I you was know what still I'm probably yeah. like on like movie number two, and you had finished your list, and you were like done. Yeah. That yeah. was easy. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I, I look at, and then, but this is what prompted us to look at like top five scenes in Star Wars and things like that because the Rise of Skywalker has some of my favorite moments in all of Star mm-hmm. Wars, but it's not enough to put it in my top three with the originals because for me, it's it's the feeling I get from the moment in the film. And so there's so many from the original trilogy. My favorite scene of all time is Luke confronting his father in episode six in that final confrontation, the music is epic and there's like this fog and the lightsaber is kind of, you know, pinging off of that, that smoke and just the way it pans in the camera. It's just, and the stakes, 
it's the stakes for me. It's that father son moment of, you know, this is his, his like, it's his father. I, I just am putting myself in that moment and the feeling I get from it really puts these where they are. So it's, it's just coincidentally ends up being, you know, in the trilogies, the order themselves, but yeah, I don't know. So for me, there was a lot of those moments in the sequels, um, but not as much. And that's for me, it's the story's fantastic in the, mm -hmm. in the prequels, but the execution just took me out of it. I'm all about feeling you guys know me. I'm an emotional dude. Like it's all about the moment I'm, I'm having with the product. So it wasn't strategic at all. It was all off of emotion, but I know it's pretty shocking or not <laughs> or not. Um, Are we ready for the top three? We're ready for the top three for Mr. Lucas Elder Luke. Where did these puppies fall? Because unlike me, I couldn't, you know, I could tell you guys it's my original. It's pretty obvious. But what what films do we have here for you, my friend? Yeah, I'm, I really came out uh, so different from you in that uh, my top three has one from each trilogy. Damn. Uh, in my cool. process, like I said, I first started out just ranking each trilogy within itself, one through three. Yeah. And it was easier for me to take my favorite one from each trilogy and, and, and put them in my top three overall. And uh, number three starts with The Last Jedi. Mm. Moving on to uh, number two is Revenge of the Sith. And Mike, I don't know if you were following the video feed when Revenge of the Sith was in your bottom three, <laughs> I nearly lost it. I had to bite my oh, hand yeah. to keep yeah. from screaming. Luke's jaw uh, dropped. I know. I and know. Uh, obviously that leaves the, the most cliched answer I'll give tonight probably yeah. and the most common answer I've, I've heard when everyone says what the, the best Star Wars is. I don't know if necessarily favorite for everyone, but... A lot of times consensus best whatever that might mean yeah. uh, empire strikes back at number one definitely and a uh, little uh kind of reasoning through the some more uh going back to my experience with the last jedi i know it's one of the more controversial ones and divisive ones and the first time i saw it i got out of the theater and i was like i don't even know exactly what i saw yeah there was there was so much to work through, and it's really common with with Rise of Skywalker. I might have the same experience the second time I see Rise of Skywalker, and it still kills me that I haven't been able to do that yet. Yeah. When that thing comes out on home video, hopefully in a couple months, I'll, it'll just be on repeat for a couple <laughs> weeks. Uh, but you know that second viewing with, with the Last Jedi, like everything clicked. I loved the. There were a lot of just like one on one character things throughout the movie. I loved the Kylo and Ray back and forth yeah. uh, throughout the movie. I love, you know, the challenge of where Luke is and I'm okay with accepting that Luke still went through some stuff. It wasn't all yeah. daisies after return of the Jedi yeah. and that he is able to go on another hero's journey uh, with Ray and kind of pass knowledge onto her and ultimately in the end make a difference even though when we start with the character he's trying to just hide away from it all and, and he thinks that's the best course of action for the the galaxy uh so just like i said everything clicked for me 
from then on, that second viewing, it's been one of my favorites. Um, you know, from just like action stuff, the the Kylo and and Ray back to back battle with the Praetorian guards, I, I love. So good. Uh, that as far as action sequences go, so yeah, just um, it's just stuck with me the past couple of years as one of my favorites. Um, and then for number two, Revenge of the Sith, I I absolutely love Revenge of the Sith, and that is so mm. painful. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, to hear you have it so low, and then even though five isn't enough for me on Holly's list, I was like, at least she didn't have it in the bottom three. <laughs> so um, uh, I, I told you this story, Mike, not too long ago. Yeah. One of the somebody that we work with, um, who is a Star Wars fan, I, you know, he was skeptical of my prequel love, and yeah. I, I said to him, the last half of Revenge of the Sith is the best hour plus of Star Wars, period. Yeah. And he looked at me like I had five heads. And <laughs> I said that like a month or two before Disney Plus was released. Yeah. And he started going back through and watching like all the movies. Um, or no, I actually loaned him my Blu-rays and he watched, I think, the some of the prequels on Blu-rays and then like leading up into Disney Plus coming out and one day he comes to work and he just says you're right you're right about revenge of the sith yeah the last half it's 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 amazing yeah um the order 66 sequence gives me chills okay. and shivers and yeah a tear every time no matter how many times i've seen it uh ewan mcgregor is his emotion um when the final fight with Anakin is, is is so well done, I think you know Hayden isn't quite the actor Ewan is, so that's why, like it's the Ewan side of that 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 sticks with me and, and impacts me. I, mean, I think I think Hayden does well in that last half of the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's will always it will always be you know my one of my top ones, no matter how these shifts how these lists shift over the years, which they inevitably do every time mm -hmm. you come back to it. Uh, there's just so much uh, emotion in it for me. Again, being of the the prequel generation and experiencing them as they came out, I have such great memories of the day that movie came out. One of the like best, most fun days of my life, probably. It happened to fall on my birthday, which... Several Dang. Star Wars releases have fallen on my birthday. I wasn't alive in 77, but it, it was released <laughs> on my birthday in 77. Uh, Revenge of the Sith was released on my birthday. I, th I think, again, I wasn't alive, but I think Return of the Jedi was released on my birthday, and Solo was released on my birthday. So oh. my birthday has this sort of cosmic alliance with um, yeah. Star Wars in a way. Um, and I had a big group of friends that we went to see the movie with from high school, and we went to the theater uh, around like six o'clock, and that was before assigned seating. Kids mm. who's never who've never experienced right. that out there. If you're a little younger, yeah. <laughs> and so we showed up and we lined up early to try to get a seat, and we spent you know from six until they like let us into the theater around maybe eleven or so, um, in line with a bunch of other Star Wars nerds, every, like tons of lightsabers, lightsaber battles breaking out throughout the line throughout the night. Mm. Some people in costume and things like that, and. So again, that the nostalgia of that experience ties heavily into it as well. And then I think that is definitely the Star Wars movie I've seen the most in the theater. Mm 
I know a lot of people have like crazy records of seeing Star Wars in the theater so many times. I don't have that experience. Um, but I think I saw Revenge of the Sith, by, Sith five or six times yeah. in the theater. And that's probably because it was the first time a Star Wars movie came out when I could drive myself. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, that might have contributed to the number of times I saw it versus the others. So, yeah, just so many strong feelings around Revenge of the Sith. Uh, so much love for that movie that it came in my number two. And then Empire, like, um, watching it again in the build-up to the rise of Skywalker coming back, going through the whole saga again in a rewatch. Uh, it's just like last Jedi. It's so different. Yeah. It, it's, it's so unique amongst the star Wars world. There's really nothing like it. There's really nothing like the last Jedi. Um, it may be even revenge of the Sith for me. Like these three are, my, are in my top three because they stand out as, as so unique to me in a way. Yeah. Um, Yoda, is one of my favorite star Wars characters. Um, his introduction in empire just kills me every time. Yeah. The, like jokey, goofy, uh, alien. And then the sudden switch to the, the serious master. Uh, it really, you really get to learn, you know, you get introduced into the force in, in a new hope yeah. and in an empire, it just like blossoms into this sort of fully formed, um, more fully formed concept with Luke's training on Dagobah with Yoda. Um, I love the Battle of Hoth. Um, the Snowspeeders always grab me, maybe because of Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, you get. I played that like opening level where you get to be the Snowspeeder so many times. <laughs> um, I could go on and on, but I should like stop talking so you guys can well, but get I'm, to your top three. Well, one of the biggest moments in all of cinema, right? I, I yeah, mean, the, yeah. the 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 I I am your father reveal. Um, I think when you talk about episode three, Luke, you're absolutely right. It's one of the biggest, best moments in all of Star Wars. You know, we're we're losing our hope. We're losing the hope in the galaxy. And I'll be honest, guys, if, if we're going to talk interchangeable, you know, status here, or rankings, I mean, I could throw episode three where I have the force awakens. Like you could put it in there in a number five slot for me. If I'm, I'm seeing, I'm, it's look, it looking like a damn playbook here. I'm like, I got X's and O's <laughs> and yeah, hit him around the side and ISO. It's it just like, it, I could, I could, I'm making audible changes as we go because you guys are bringing up emotions for me, and you're absolutely right. Like this is, this is the reveal of Darth Vader. I mean, like that's insane. Um, the ultimate, you know, the ultimate Phantom finally reveals himself in the Emperor, and it's just such a, it is. It's a great hour of Star Wars, and I, I, I may, you know. In years to come or days to come, you may see a revised list. This is a mm -hmm. you know a, a flowing uh, in progress list. It's a living document. It is will. a living doc. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. You're it's welcome. It's like the Constitution. Damn it, we're Amen. always making amendments. Holly, I have an idea of what your top three are, but what, could could you reveal those for us? Coming in at number mm -hmm. three. Yeah. So coming in at number three was The Force Awakens. Mm. Um. Number two is Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. And then number one, 
was the rise of Skywalker. This is shocking. I wish I, I had the air horn. <laughs> These are two shocking moments in your list that mm -hmm. have completely taken me by surprise. Why did it take you by surprise? I, I will say I was present with you when you saw the rise of Skywalker for the first time, and mm -hmm. we both loved it. I freaking loved it too. Like I said, it may you may see it jump a spot or two. Yeah. But um, there were some things that you really didn't like. But that's the thing. It's not the one moment that you absolutely, like, did not appreciate, did not take it out of your number it one didn't. spot. Actually, it was the second viewing. I don't. I think that if I hadn't have seen it twice already, it would not be in my number one. I think yeah, that Empire Strikes Back would be in Luke, my number one Luke, you got to get on that, my friend, because I, I think that she is absolutely <laughs> that right That second there. viewing really sold me. It's like um, The Last Jedi. But I did. I put The Force Awakens back in at number three because I kind of feel like, for me, The Force Awakens is what got me back into Star Wars. Come on. Um, when I was growing up, my grandma would watch Star Wars all the time, so it was always on in the background. Um, but I would never really pay attention to it. Yeah. But I knew what the movies were, but they weren't, I mean, when you're like nine or ten years old, yeah. I had better things to do i oh, thought you were you were one of the cool kids let's be honest i mean sure but um <laughs> but so the force awakens is really like what like re-energized oh absolutely my love of star wars absolutely. and really like encouraged me to get back in and rewatch the movies and yeah. get back into it um so the force awakens actually is kind of special for me just because yeah. of that reason um the empire strikes back i mean i could literally take verbatim what Luke said about some of his favorite moments in that movie yeah. and say those all resonated with me the same way. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the Battle of Hoth was awesome. I think when my brother and I were little and we were growing up in Maine, I mean, we would get tons and tons <laughs> of snow and oh, we would yeah. we would build all these ice forts. My grandpa had a tractor. Yeah. And he would my grandma had a really long driveway. And so my grandpa would push all the snow in the winter Jesus. into one big pile. My brother and I would dig all these snow tunnels. Not safe. <laughs> this is a but, true story. No, this oh, is a true story. A documentary set in Maine when she saw him. Oh yeah, where's the like, walkers? This is home. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is a true story. This is why Maine people are tough. They are. <laughs> That's right. But we would dig all these tunnels through these huge snow piles, and when I say huge, like I mean these things were like eight and nine well, feet tall. Huge drifts, yeah. And we would just pretend that we were in like the ice caves and oh. like whatever. I'm but, glad you're alive. <laughs> Nothing you caved know? in on us. Jeez. But, Doc, yeah, Dr. Walton, I cannot believe he was letting this um, happen. How do you let this happen? Yeah. But also, my grandma had this really awesome, I know I've brought this up a million times, but she had this really awesome toy that was from probably like a Burger King yeah. meal or something. And it was a little box, and it had a mirror down the middle. And on one side of the box was Yoda, and on the other side of the box was Darth Vader. And if you look on one side, you see one, the other on the other side. But if you looked at it from the corner, you would see half of one and half of the other. That's awesome. I always thought that that was super cool. That is cool. Um, I don't know. The Empire Strikes Back just, like, always makes me think of, like, snow days at my grandma's at home. Yeah. I, you can't get better it than that. It evokes a feeling, yeah. Yeah. And then number one, yeah, The Rise of Skywalker, which I've talked about incessantly, why I love that movie so much. Can I, can I make an observation? Mm-hmm. So you've revealed to everyone that you're, you're a television fan, right? Like, yeah. I feel like us, us, you know, spending so much time together, I've introduced you, maybe reintroduced you to loving film, mm -hmm. right? You feel like that's a fair statement? Yeah, I think that's a fair statement. But I will say, just looking at your 
rankings here, I'm I'm seeing some you know more fast pace. I, I feel like you, television you know appeals to you because it it keeps your attention, right? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of those films up front maybe would hold your attention more so than an Attack of the Clones or a Last Jedi. Does that sound fair? Yeah, I think that yeah. one of the big criticisms that I heard a lot of Rise of the Skywalker, for instance, was uh, some people said it just there the was too much happening. The pacing yeah. was off for them. But I thought the pacing was. It works for you. It yeah. did. Absolutely worked for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's just an that's just on the face observation that I have. Well, um, it was a good one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> insightful and crap um so what about you guys you know i'm coming in the top three with the original trilogy (laughs) which i i you know there's probably a lot of people there that 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 agree but i mean i gotta go with number three is is a new hope uh number two return of the jedi and and just like luke number five is my number one um empire strikes back I, i mean like i like i said guys these movies and this journey with this hero is what captivates me and what hooked me in Star Wars. When I, you know, when I saw Revenge of the Sith, it was cool. I was like, ah, oh, that's so cool, like Jedi and stuff. But it was it was Luke's journey that really stuck out to me when I saw these movies. Um, and like Luke said, Empire Strikes Back sticks out because it is so different. Um, there's so many iconic moments that just resonate with everyone in that film um but it's those moments with father and son that really stick out to me i mean to uh, luke confronting his father in both you know five and six are just some of my favorite parts of star wars um just the stake and the same with four um but that those originals just captivate me more than anything they 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 keep my attention more so than you know lots of lots of special effects or even pacing. I, I, because I am like I said, I'm a big feeling guy. Like I, I carry a lot of emotion, and and those those films do it for me. So, but I cannot believe because I didn't even notice that I did that. Can I be honest? Like full disclosure, I had no idea that I like put the trilogies together. That was insane crazy can i make an observation come on that i am (laughs) terrible no um i don't know if i mean nobody else can probably see a lot of this but there's no that's not what i'm here to do yeah uh if you were to come to the studio (laughs) and look around and i wish we had a studio cam i know everything if you came to see the star wars memorabilia that michael has in the studio I would say you, mixed, right? No, I oh, wouldn't. Oh, no, okay. I would say yeah. what you would notice is missing is um, most of the prequels, yeah. except for episode three. Yeah, there's a Who's Your Daddy poster there. And um, probably all of the sequels. Yeah. It's just a lot of the original trilogy. A lot of original love here. I mean, I've got... Did they ever make a Dex Black series? You need that. <laughs> Dexter, Jetster, Black I'm writing Black to Hasbro and Disney. That's a fan... Why haven't they? It'd probably be a $30 figure, but yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> Tell them you need that lottery when you go to Celebration, wow. too. I it wouldn't surprise me. Now, I, I'm sure they'll do a special edition for Episode 2 at some point. I mean, they did... They did an episode one. They did it. Oh my God. What? They did a, uh, what was it? Was it the 20th anniversary of episode one when we were at 
Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, right? Remember I got mm-hmm. the mall yeah. and the Obi-Wan exclusives? I think that I stood in line at the Hasbro booth yeah. for a long time for those. You did. That That's was, right. That I forgot was about so that. That's awesome. God, don't lie to me. You're making me sound like a terrible person. No. <laughs> No. no, I am. It's cool. It's fine. Yeah, I forced Holly to go sit in line. No, I will say this. Anybody yeah. who's planning on going to celebration, if you're going oh, with more up. than one person, well, yeah, yeah, let's meet up. But if there's something that you absolutely want and you get into the lottery to yeah. get into those booths Holly at those will releases, w- wait in line for no. you. No, oh. well, maybe, but for a price, split those up between the people that you're with. Yeah, because you're more likely to get what you want. That's right. When you split it up, that's absolutely because that's yeah. what we ended up doing. We had to split split up okay you go to this booth at this yeah. time i'll go to this one at this time yep and it worked out yeah you were the, yeah we hardly saw each other i'm kidding we saw a lot of each other but yeah the exclusives and the and the figures and mm-hmm. stuff yeah that was that was tough that was yeah. that was tougher than getting into the panels because some of the lines honest. are just like people will wait like they oh, know yeah. that they're gonna get in at like 110 and so they'll just sit there for an yeah. hour and a half well let's hope that there's some exclusives <clears throat> for episode two at the next celebration. <laughs> and maybe there will be a Dex. That'd yeah. be freaking awesome. Well, I would say, Mike, one of the other sort of process things you kind of mentioned when you're doing yours is hitting me. It's something I, I thought of a little bit forming the list is it when I look at my list and I see Return of the Jedi at five, that is a little painful too because I think you talked about thinking about the scenes yeah. that hit you the most. And how it was difficult for you to put Rise of Skywalker as low as you did because there's so many of the scenes that you would put as some of your favorites, uh, and the you know the the final confrontation between Luke, the Emperor, and Darth Vader mm. has to be you know one of the top few scenes in all of Star Wars. Yeah, like I said earlier, I think what's so beautiful about it is it even though it was made, uh, you know, 20 some years before the prequels, it is the inverse of the, the old, the Republic Jedi dogma. Yeah. And that Luke's personal attachment to his father is what, what wins the day and, and his refusal to, um, be sucked into violence in the way that, you know, this was in the clone wars trailer for season seven that, and it's a nice theme that they've played with throughout the Clone Wars is that, you know, the Jedi getting sucked into being military figures, yeah. warriors, generals. Yep. Is that really what they were meant to do? And Luke, you know, basically is rejecting all of that, you know, rejecting not forming attachments, rejecting yeah. thinking that, you know, you have to meet violence with violence. And so it, it's so fantastic the way it ties in with, you know, what George set up as the downfall of the prequels. And that's why the prequels end up not in my bottom three overall, that I have one in each of my sets of three, is yeah. that to me the beauty of them is George's, um, you know, commentary on what the failings of the Jedi are as an, an institution in the way that that Luke and in her way, Leia sort of um, right the wrongs um, from that era. And so thinking about that and looking at Return of the Jedi in, in, a, in my five spot, it's like, it's kind of insane. <laughs> you know, maybe the next time I do this, I would, as much as I love The Last Jedi, swap the two Jedis yeah. in some way. Um, again, just 
such a, a painful process it is overall for me <laughs> and that's why i'm looking forward to our favorite scenes because it yeah. really is stripped down you right. know that moment and why it captivates you and it's it's difficult because there's so many things i love about all of these installments but when you're asked to put a list together it's mm -hmm. it's it's tough and and i know a lot of people struggle with that and and that list probably will evolve over time and and maybe you'll realize that you put all of the trilogies together i, I did not know i was doing that but that's a feeling it just it, that's just how i look at them apparently you know um, the yeah. other thing that was really hard about this list is that it's nine movies yeah and something that i found myself doing is i I would confuse myself when I started thinking about like, oh, I really like that scene, so I'm gonna put this movie down, but wait, that wasn't in that movie, why yeah. am I? And yeah. I think it's because we did back-to-back rewatches yep. before The Rise of Skywalker, and when you do that, I feel like they kind of start to blend together, Yeah. which was problematic for making this list. I feel like nine movies is a lot to keep straight. Absolutely. What goes where and why you like it. And so that's why I kind of liked when Luke was talking about his process and he was like, I just kind of looked at it by like these trilogies and I kind of feel like that would have been a better way to do it. And I think if I had well, done hey. it a little bit differently, maybe my list would be different. But I I actually like the variety in both of your guys' lists. Like I, 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 I love that there's a little bit peppered everywhere. I love that you both have prequels strewn throughout. I love that you have the originals throughout. Like it's, I think it's fantastic. I, I wouldn't question it at all because that's ultimately what you got to do. You got to go with the gut. Yeah. And in five years, that may change. Who knows? There may be more Star Wars to talk about. But I mean, this this is we'll stick with these lists for now. Um, but there is another list out there. It's the definitive casual fam list. Right. Brought to you by our good friend Brent there in the group. Um, and, and like I said, uh, you know, Brent put the math in this one. He put it together and, and I, you know, I, I trust him on this. So I, this is the definitive casual fam list. All of your results into one average, um, starting at number nine, Attack of the Clones. And that no, probably, you know, not a ton of surprises there. We mm -hmm. both, we all had it, you know, really low in, in our rankings. Uh, Number eight, The Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. uh, number seven, The Last Jedi. I'll, uh, that's a little surprising, I'll be honest, because our group, a lot of, lot of fans of The Last Jedi, but number seven, that's a pretty low score. Um, but not according to Holly, because that's exactly <laughs> where she where I had put it. it. <laughs> um, number six, The Force Awakens. Um, also, that's a, that's pretty interesting as well. Um Luke, you, you, we, you missed, I think, number seven and number six. We had number seven of The Last Jedi. Hey, yeah, sorry. So there's oh, like good. some knocking going on. I got to go check something out yeah, with check my it kids out. upstairs. Like, check it I out, buddy. We can pause and edit. No, we'll, we'll okay. keep going and we'll, I'll update you. We do it live. Go all make right. sure they're all right. Just a minute. Um, number seven, we have The Last Jedi. Number six, The Force Awakens. Um, number five, A New Hope. Um, seeing if anyone had... New Hope there. Mm -mm. No, Luke had it a little higher. Um, number four, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, none of us had it there either. C very close to Holly, though. Yeah, but so is A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you're very close to uh -huh. this list. Um, number three, The Rise of Skywalker. 
um, up there, Mm-mm. up there. Holly is, I mean, you and the group are seeing eye to eye on a lot of this. Um, number two, Return of the Jedi. Uh, that's where I had that film. Not and me. Not Holly. That's where you differ. <laughs> um, number one, The Empire Strikes Back. So, so pretty close. Pretty close. I mean, yeah, th- there's uh, you and the group see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. Um, I'll be honest. A- any surprises there? Did you have the list up there, Holly? I don't. I don't have that list. Any, but, any surprises um, when you look at that? I'll pass it to you. I mean. F- uh, like personally for me just based on my own opinion or just like in group, general yeah from the, from the conversation you hear going on in the group i mean the one that sticks out to me is the last jedi there's a lot of last jedi love in there but we have a lot of prequel lovers you know that is not what surprised me i think yeah. what surprised me was the rise of skywalker i thought that that yeah. was going to be higher because it seemed like oh, based really? on the feedback in the group I kind of felt like more people were ranking that one a little bit higher. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's a top three. Uh, you had a number one, so a lot of love for the Rise of Skywalker. Um, Luke, can you hear us? Yeah. He's yeah, back. I can hear you. He's back. So, so I'll, I'll just kind of go through the list very quickly again for you. Number nine, Attack of the Clones. Number eight, The Phantom Menace. Number seven, The Last Jedi. Number six, The Force Awakens. Number five, A New Hope. Number four, Revenge of the Sith. Number three, The Rise of Skywalker. Number two, Return of the Jedi. And number one, The Empire Strikes Back. I was telling Holly uh, a couple of surprises in there for me. I I thought The Last Jedi with our group would be a little higher than seven. Um, But I guess there has been a lot of love with The Rise of Skywalker in there. So that number three sounds very accurate, actually. What, what do you think of that, Luca? We found out that Holly actually had a lot of similarities there to the group's list. Yeah, it does sound like it. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm maybe the the most <laughs> different from that list of the three of us. Um, it, towards the, you know, obviously Empire overlap and uh, yeah, you know, Revenge of the Sith being a little higher. What did it come out, four or five? It did four, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a solid four, number. So I, can, yeah. I can live with that, yeah, for, for, for me, I think. Uh, not too far off, so, but definitely I have a lot of different feelings. And again, I think it, on Rise of Skywalker, it's I was one of those people a little overwhelmed with the pacing. Yeah, and I think Holly, I think said this to me when we talked about it that it, it's kind of it slows down for you the more yeah. you watch it. Yeah, and and then you can kind of you know, process it in a lot different way. So my subsequent viewings, we should. Uh, you know, revisit my feelings on this in like a couple months, maybe yes. like I said, when I can just put that on repeat on the home video. Absolutely. We're going to do a little 2.0 action you may see in a couple of months. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing about this was? Well, is that I feel like the three of us had very different lists. Yeah. And I, I don't think that anybody in the group had the same list either. And yeah. all of us love Star Wars so equally. Yeah. And I think that it just goes to show you that everybody like you can still love star Wars absolutely and not love certain things about star Wars or think that one movie is better than the other. It doesn't make you less of a star Wars fan. That's you can right. still have that same love. It's still a community. Yeah. And then we could have those differences in opinion and it's fine. Preach. Yeah. That, that's the exact conversation that uh, me, Nate and Jory had last night uh, on Skype together with that special Patreon episode. Uh, it, it, it it's what I love about this group. It's what I love about this small community we have. It's what I love about Star Wars in general and that it is, uh, you know, 
as inclusive as the franchise is, it's seen some troubled times. But ultimately, I believe, you know, those that really appreciate, you know, that community and that story, um, that's what Star Wars is going to be remembered for. I mean, if you type in Star Wars in Google right now, there's a lot of gloom in there. You know, a lot of bashing this, bashing that, not making enough money. Is this the end for Disney Star Wars? Like, it just sounds gloomy. But there's people like us and there's people like Jory. There's people like Nate. There's people like everyone in that group. Um, you know, Brent, you know, getting everyone's numbers together to give us, you know, a definitive list that, like, loves Star Wars enough to talk about it daily, like, regardless of the issues it has, regardless of the toxicity that's in the fandom, regardless of whatever is going on out there. It, I feel like that that light is going to shine through, and ultimately that's what Star Wars is. Um, and I'm so happy to be a part of that. Um, and so, yeah, we can with confidence give our top nine movies and then list them out and say, hey, that's that's just what we enjoy. And you may not agree with that. And that's OK. That's but that's okay. where we stand on what we like and why we like it. That's absolutely right. That's absolutely right. Um, and, and guys, you know, I, I, I am plugging that episode. It's it's scheduled to be aired uh, Wednesday. So if you're listening, you know, Monday morning here, expecting a couple of days, another episode to drop. I just had the greatest of time um, had a Skype session with Nate and, and Jory, uh, a couple of our Patreon members. I know you, a lot of you guys know them from the group. They are two of the nicest guys I, I've ever engaged with. Um, and we've been talking for a long time. We just, you know, this is the first time we've actually officially spoken to each other and via Skype. And it was a fantastic conversation. Got to know those guys a little more. We talked about the fandom. We talked about their fandom. We talked about Star Wars and its future, where we see it going, what they want to see. It just ended up being over an hour and a half conversation just with a couple of buddies. It, it, that's absolutely what it was. And I call them friends now. They're, they are friends, and, and we're going to continue that. Um, we're going to have those special episodes on a monthly basis. And uh, I had a fantastic time. I think those guys did too. And I think you're going to see that come through. We, we had a fantastic time with each other. Um, and and I, I think you're going to enjoy it. So expect that on Wednesday. Um, and we're going to keep doing that. So if, if you want to participate in something like that, go on to that Patreon. Become a member if you can. If you can't, that's okay. Just you know, join this community. Talk with everyone. Keep loving Star Wars. Um, keep spreading the good worth, and you you can do you can help out the podcast. You, you say, hey, Mike, I can't give you two dollars a month. That's totally fine. What you can do is go subscribe to the podcast. Go leave it a you know five star review on Apple. Um, you know, uh, listen on Spotify. Tell your friends about it. Go rate us on Facebook. Join the group. You can do those things and engage and, and tell people about it and share your experience. Um, that helps us out as as well. So. Um, and go to that, go to that YouTube page. Cause that's, there's going to be some fun stuff on there. We're going to put some clips on there, some exclusive stuff. We're going to be doing more live podcasts. Holly's, uh, happy hour is going to be on there. Holly's hyperspace happy hour is going to be on there. Um, so, so you can do that. You can, you can play your part and, and we appreciate it. And I know these guys too, I'm speaking for, for Holly and, uh, Luke and, and I'll tell you what, Jory and Nate had nothing but great things to say about the two of you um and how much they admire what you're doing and that that meant so much to me that that tells me we got a good crew here and everyone you know they, they love what we're doing and, and they appreciate what we're doing and we're going to keep doing it as long as you know people want it we're going to keep doing it 
Um, so and that, one of the benefits of YouTube is you can see when I vanish from the <laughs> shot in the podcast. You're like Luke is surprisingly quiet right now. <laughs> no, we, it was so funny. We we had we had Jory on, and he had a similar situation. You know, he's like, I might have to duck out. And I said, Hey. That we are we are prepared for that. I said Luke's got a similar situation, so we're totally understanding that. And if if there's one thing you know about this podcast and and, and me and prior years podcasting, I, we don't edit, we don't cut stuff out. This is live, you know. It's like Bill O'Reilly up in here. We're doing it live. Uh, it's actually the farthest thing from Bill. So O'Reilly. is that a force but, trick or is that an invisibility cloak? Uh Bill O'Reilly. No, them disappearing. Oh, them disappearing. Oh, yeah, that is a, uh, what is that, uh, Expecto uh, Patronum. I don't think that's what that's that is. That's not that one. That is I, not, no, that's not that's even That's not anything. that charm. <laughs> uh, it's something, I thought, and I, one time I watched Harry Potter. Uh, Tiffany, don't don't sue me. Um, but, yeah, so there's there's so many good things happening in the podcast. You know, we're just, we're just ramped up and motivated more so than ever to do a lot more fun stuff. Um, we're going to be scheduling trivia trials here soon. Uh, the new studio uh, expected to be putting stuff together on the 14th of February. So uh, really excited about that. Have a little different venue here. Luke's going to be a little closer. Hopefully get him in the studio. And uh, Holly, your happy hour is expecting February 8th, right? That's where we're going to be we're going to be hosting it, right? Yep. So if you are on Patreon, um, look forward to more details regarding when you can tune in and participate live in that discussion. And um, if you're not on Patreon, you've probably heard it before, but we are reading Phasma and you're welcome to read along. And there will probably be some other discussions about it going on in the group. Um, but if you want to join that live discussion, um, that'll be probably on a YouTube or a Discord um, or, Skype. And yeah. or Skype, yeah, and we'll yeah. give those details through the Patreon um, so everybody knows how to get in on that. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. I've only, I mean, I've read Phasma, but I'm hearing good things coming from those reading along. I mean, I'm hearing some say it's their favorite Star Wars book ever, which is awesome because it, it's a very, very good read, a surprising read, I will say. Um, so looking forward to that, and I'm just going to kick back and engineer the hell out of that episode. It's going to be great. Um, anything else, any, any news, anything else that I'm forgetting announcements, no shocking announcements here. All right, guys. Well, I guess that does it for week 21. I hope you enjoyed our rankings of the, the sky muted myself, the Skywalker installment. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week. Keep flying casually.